0: Hello and welcome to the Plebeian Power Hour with your hosts, Tiffer and Kim. Today we're going to be talking about political parties, the history of and our feelings of current political parties in the United States today.
1: Yeah, and it, it's kind of a goofy, broad topic, and and it was my topic, but it all started with a question that in in. 2016, when it was Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, everybody was saying like these are the least two popular presidential candidates in history, and I just thought, then how did, how How are they the candidates? (laughs) Like how did, how did it happen that we ended up in that way, and we can't seem to get out of it? And then I thought, oh well, you know, how do you turn that into a podcast? And then I thought, okay, let's do like a history of the political parties and maybe uh maybe see if we can explain how we got here so it's
0: mostly i think going to be conversational
1: yeah and and again this is one that i think i ended up doing the least amount of research like i got caught on some other stuff so we decided the topic kind of late and then i started looking into uh, some other things as well but uh for the most part
0: fun anyway it's gonna be a good time
1: and and I don't know how far back you want to go because I you,
0: want to go back to, to General George Washington
1: to the, the non-party the, the non-party he's
0: the only president of the United States that had zero political affiliation, and then you have um, John Adams, who comes right after him, and then you have Thomas Jefferson after him, and that's where you get your uh, political starts. You have Democratic Republicans. I actually, I don't know what John Adams was. That I so John
1: Adams it. was a Federalist.
0: A Federalist, that's and, right. And,
1: and one of the things that I really wonder is going back is like, are these labels that we put on them or are these labels that they picked?
0: They are labels that
1: they picked. Because before even the Constitution was set, the you had the Federalist Papers. And, that's, he, and then you okay. had Anti-Federalist Papers and, yes. and people as well. So you kind of had these factions that existed before any official parties existed, and then the parties kind of formed based off of right essentially the the Federalist sort of concept is do you want the strong federal government or do you want the more you know state based less uh, less government approach?
0: Yes. And so you have the Federalists versus the Democratic Republicans.
1: Which is the Anti Federalists gave themselves the name of Democratic Republicans.
0: Right. And then after um, the second Adams, the Quincy Adams, not the first Adams, then it splits in a way again. And you have your first set of just Democrats. Before
1: we get into that, there's one weird anomaly thing do, that I wanted to talk do about. Tell it me. was in 1824. In 1824, there were four main presidential candidates, Yeah, all of the same party.
0: Yeah, that's when John Quincy Adams won.
1: And and they did not... (laughs) um, They
0: didn't have their first elections to kind of uh, narrow it down.
1: Yeah, because it it was before they really had the National Committee sort of things. So the Democratic National Committee came into existence in like 1848. So the Democratic... Party, I think, came in like 1828 or something along those
0: lines. Yeah, that's when, well, that's when Jackson, Jackson was first.
1: Jackson, Andrew Jackson. He
0: was a Democrat and he was first elected. So the party must have started just a hair before that.
1: Well, I think he started the party, essentially. And it, it kind of rose from him. And, and I think initially it wasn't even called the Democrat Party until he won and kind of so. made it an official party.
0: Well And what I didn't know, so you have the the Democrats and you have the Whigs, and then I know that you know the Democrats just stay until now, yeah. but the Republicans come in, and I always thought they came in at Lincoln, but the person who ran against Buchanan was a Republican, and so, but he just didn't win, And so I had thought, you know Lincoln is the first Republican president of the United States, but I had thought. That he, he was, was the first of the party, ran. really. Mm-hmm. He was not, and then it's kind of stayed fairly similar. There's you know a little bit of libertarian in there, but as we get farther down, um, we've started introducing libertarians and Tea Party people. So the the gap between Democrat and Republican, and the the non the non either of those two gap is getting is bigger in some of the elections because of libertarians and constitutionalists. And I think if you want to run for president and you don't win your nomination, you can call yourself whatever you want, an independent, a, yeah. a, a constitutionalist. A bull
1: moose, a bull. you know, whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, whatever you want.
1: And that was one that I thought was interesting. And, and apparently, so Teddy Roosevelt was a Republican president. Mm. And then he, you know, left and Taft, I think, came in and then Taft and Teddy had a fallout. And so Teddy wanted to run against Taft, but he couldn't run on the Republican Party because Taft had more people in that yes. party wanted to support him. So he created his own party. And I think he actually called it the Progressive Party. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it became known as the bull moose party because he got shot. Somebody shot him while he was about to give this speech. Oh. And it it went through, uh, I think he had like a glass glasses case and like a little pamphlet in his coat pocket or whatever. So the bullet went through those and then lodged in him and he gave the speech anyway. And he's like, you know, takes more than that to bring down a bull moose, and then it became known as the bull moose, you know, party. Whoa. And it was kind of crazy. Is here's this guy who gets <laughs> shot and he's bleeding, so he's given this speech and he's got blood coming out. But it, it was
0: a tougher time back then. Yeah,
1: ninety minutes. He just keeps going. Ninety minutes. Ninety minutes, and then not I only even that, do
0: ninety minutes with my back.
1: They take him, <laughs> you know, to the hospital after, and they're like, "Oh, it'll be dangerous to leave the bullet," and he's like, eh, just just leave it in there. It's fine." And he li- lived out the rest of his life with the bullet in him.
0: Holy cow. And who shot him? Who got away with that?
1: I don't remember the fellow's name, but, and, and this is one of those things that I, I worry that maybe has been, uh, gone through the old, uh, um, history cleaning mechanism or whatever, <laughs> but apparently Teddy said, you know, don't hurt that guy, you know, like arrest him, take him out of here, but. You know, make sure, don't, don't rough him Teddy up. Teddy
0: bear. Don't
1: and then he just up. went on to to give a speech. You just but. shoot
0: him in the chest, but let him have a glasses case <laughs> and a pamphlet. A brochure booklet. But That's yeah, that crazy. was, uh,
1: it, it, and it brings up an interesting thing that I also kind of wanted to get into, but that was, I think, one of the biggest third-party showings um. in American history.
0: because he'd had previous experience because he'd had
1: previous experience he had a lot of people who really liked him and
0: i do think a lot about that with trump which we'll talk about in current and when we get to
1: the more current Mm -hmm.
0: thing if he doesn't win i feel like he would do a a roosevelt and and i actually really wonder
1: and and we'll get to that because i actually kind of am excited to get to the more modern stuff but
0: i could see him being stubborn enough to talk after being shot for at least five minutes (laughs) but I also can't see him saying don't hurt that man (laughs) no I'm the best speaker in the world after I've been shot nobody speaks better after I've been shot than I do (laughs) (laughs) oh man but then we'll have to show him Roosevelt and he'll be like fine I'm gonna go home
1: and I have this weird theory about third-party candidates that I started to form that I really kind of want to know let's do this is are these third party candidates don't seem to have a shot right and, and and I hate that I'm not a big fan of the two party system but I don't know what else you have because yeah essentially what I think is those are the, that's the most powerful way to do it that's the way you're going to end up is it's everybody's going to want to it's messy
0: and it's already quite messy
1: and and if one say kind of ideology cuz you look at the right you know wing and the left wing they both have more of a center group and a you know further more extreme group and they both have that, but they know if they don't kind of work together and, and that's one of the things that I think both parties are trying to do, but I think the left does a better job of saying you know we gotta all stand together to to beat the right you know so even though you guys have your more extreme views or whatever, you have to vote the way. You have to vote with us.
0: But do you think that that's a eventually a detriment? Because I think
1: it's a detriment in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if there's a better way because I don't know enough. I know that like if you go to, say, like Germany, they got multiple parties. They got kind of two main parties, and then they have a bunch of smaller parties. Yeah. And these smaller parties have similar interests to some of the bigger parties, but they're more specific about things. And what happens is they kind of form like coalitions. And and in my head I think okay so if you made it simple and said okay instead of two parties we got three parties.
0: To me that breeds more corruption because then you have your little survivor groups and you're like oh well if you give me this I'll join your team. And, and that's and what happens. Yeah, I and feel you like you
1: kind of see it even with what we have though is is you look at say our current situation people say that about people like uh Manchin or whatever. So mm-hmm. It's a very even split in the Senate, but um, the Democrats have, like, basically like a one-person advantage. They got a tie, but they got the tiebreaker. Yeah. So if somebody. Kamala. Switches, then. then oh, wait, Kamala's that, the House. Well, no, she's the tiebreaker. So for the,
0: both, the House and the Senate?
1: Uh, no, it's for the Senate. I don't know who's the tiebreaker for the House. I don't even know if they have one. They must not, because it's not I don't think it happens number, very like. often that they There's would never be even yeah. yeah and and i'm sure they could have a tie but i don't know so senate i don't even does know what the rules sense. are i don't, I don't know why even I had know that backwards when it's happened but but in the senate one one person who's willing to hold up the vote like manchin saying you know nope not unless you know this then they kind of look at him he becomes that swing factor it's and i don't really see that being much different than if you had a middle party sort of thing but well, that's what would end up happening is you'd kind of have this one, say, mid-party that would then be like, "All right, you know, if I vote with you, what are you going to give me? If I vote with you, yes. what are you going to give me?"
0: And I and I think I think that that's terrifying.
1: I do, but I also think what we have now isn't any
0: well, better. Think, so. One of the things that I was thinking of is you have the Republican Party, and then you have the far right wing Tea Party. And they separate it even though they're essentially all Republicans, and, and they vote Republican. And they, and they kind of do that, but they don't have any power to say, you want to get us two Tea Party members on your side. you know? Like, I, I think that they're so right-wing that the, 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 the central part is like, we don't really care. We know what you're going to vote. <laughs> Maybe,
1: because this is what's interesting. <clears throat> I don't know if you've heard of the horseshoe theory explain so the horseshoe i
0: I, of course know everything about it (laughs) but for our listeners listeners.
1: the horseshoe theory (laughs) basically states that um when you get to the extreme this isn't like a long bar the the extremes are actually closer together than what you think it's like Mm -hmm. a horseshoe so the far right and the far left are both actually really close together they're crazy and you can actually kind of see that starting to happen now where you get people like matt gates who is supposed to be like this far right guy and alexandria ocasio-cortez who's this far left lady and they actually start working together on stuff
0: now they like each other they're friends
1: and 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 you do kind of see that because what they have and that's actually where i think things are going is there's going to be a switch and it's not going to be necessarily a left right it's going to be the
0: crazy and the same
1: it's going to the, the way that it, I have kind of heard it and what makes sense to me is it's people who think that our current establishment is good and people who think that our current establishment is bad. And the people on the far extremes are saying, look, what we have is not good. And they have different ideas of what good is, but they both think it's not good.
0: To me, this reminds me of the Russia-China relationship. Where it's like, yeah. oh, well, you you know, this is bad. We need to change this. But once it's changed, it's going to be a crapshoot. Like, it's going to be awful. If China and Russia do eventually overtake the world in this upcoming war, they're not going to be providing any kind of stability after that war is over. Because they don't know how. And, yeah. I, and they're, that's kind of not- what I think of when you say this with with the the horseshoe ends. Because I'm like, once if they win, because there's a lot of crazy people right now.
1: And I think that the crazy people are literally the majority. But,
0: but what kind of stability did these crazy people offer? None. None. You have a, I mean, you're just starting a whole new divisive pancake when you start things. But I mean, but then you have everybody is like that one emotional person in your class that nobody wanted to be friends with because they were not... Not able to work out any of their differences with anybody, and they picked up their bag and left all the time. And
1: like, it is a, a potential problem because basically, what these people are saying is the city is bad. Let's burn the city down. Yeah. And after the city's burned down, like nobody knows. They don't have a plan. No. There's no. There's no real plan. Which I think if you ask them, they'll both. Oh yeah, we got a.
0: We have a the, the plan is going to be, it'd
1: be like, I'm going to burn the city down. And all I'm going to do is I'm going to make a better city that's fairer and nicer and better for and everyone. And I'm going to
0: offer longer lunch times. The
1: plan. And yeah. I'm going to
0: offer free vending machines. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to make sure there's no homework.
1: <laughs> and, and I think that that's one of the problems is there's, people are getting madder and madder, mm-hmm. which is, in my mind isn't, um just their, like, I think they're being led to be mad. If you listen to, you know, political rhetoric, the people who do the best are the ones who get people mad. Like, that's how you get engagement. So, and not just political stuff, but go to the news. You read the news. It's what...
0: It what it's what pulls people in. You're
1: you're you're
0: igniting passions,
1: and so all these people are getting all upset and thinking, you know, we're in trouble, and the only solution they can think is, well, then change. You know, whatever we have, get rid of it.
0: See, to me, (laughs) (laughs) I think there's a lot of instability in what the political parties represent now. I think and so, I too. think because of that, they're creating these, like the left wingers and the right wingers are getting this strength to kind of like, I don't know, a bourgeoisie, like, or whatever, all that, like yeah. attack the, the, the elites.
1: Proletariats. Proletariats. Yeah.
0: Yes. And so to like, to like hit that point where they're, they're getting a lot of consequence, uh, confidence, but like, When I look at what the political parties are right now, I see the Republican Party and I think it has swayed to the left a little because I think the left has swayed so far to the left that I think that the, you know, I, so I looked it up, let me, and it says the Republican Party believes in a nuclear family, organized religion, military, Property rights, and this is for the, this is for, this isn't the Republican Party, this is conservatism. And this is like basic conservatism around the world, okay? So not just America. Um, Free market society, anti-abortion. And in other countries, they tend to actually lean towards the central government. But in the United States, we sort of lean away from a central government with our conservative people. But in the Democrat Party, I was looking at it and I was like, "No, none of these fit our American Democratic Party anymore." So it said uh, that their moral philosophy is based on the rights of the individual. I was like, "No."
1: See, and I fall into that. Like, I, I consider myself like kind of libertarian.
0: That's, oh, we're going to be talking thing. about that, my friend. That's a goofy thing to, <laughs>
1: yeah, we should talk about that, because, like, libertarian to me is almost a cop-out.
0: It is. It's so a cop-out. It's absolutely, but I don't know that that's terrible sometimes.
1: And, and, and the problem is, is that there is no leave-me-the-hell-alone party, because <laughs> that that's the, the party that I would party. be You know, that, that's my party. <laughs> and, but the individualism thing Makes sense to me because I think the only other option, and this goes back to actually something from uh, Federalist Paper Number Ten, and I kind of see if I got that quote here. Uh, but, but it was—I don't have the quote on this one, but uh, I just have some notes on it. And one of the things, and this one I think was written by James Madison, and he's talking about the factions. He says you're going to have the different factions, and the only way to, um, you either have to accept that you're going to have the factions, the only way to stop them is you have to take away people's rights and liberties, or you have to convince everybody to think the same.
0: Which I think, when you explain either of those options, I think one of those is China and one of those is Russia.
1: And, And I think neither of them fully work.
0: No, so and the, they definitely don't work, and, and it together. is interesting too because
1: the uh, you know the by giving you know every citizen the same passions and same interests, I think is what the part of that quote is,
0: which is a detriment to your society. You do want people you do want to and be I think on different sides.
1: One of the things that I'm um, loud. I'm so sorry. Uh, I think i would probably being loud too. The society, I guess, you know, they, they do try and get everybody to kind of think, you know, similar sort of things. You know, you you really do have certain things that everybody does kind of agree on. And in most cases, people are agreeing on a lot of things. There's just a large section that they can't agree on. Well, I think,
0: oh, go on, finish your thoughts first.
1: So all I was thinking is you're going to have to accept that there are people who don't think the same thing as you. Like that, you either have to accept that or you have to somehow figure out how am I going to make that person change their mind, either with logic or punishment, essentially. And to me, I don't like the idea of punishment. I'm fine with the logic thing. But if your logic fails, then what do you do?
0: Well, I think my, I mean, I see your point for sure. But I think my point is, I think we're having a lot of discord in our politics because I don't think the traditional umbrella of what described each of the parties is true anymore and so and so when i was saying you know the individual rights um that's because yeah for sure they want people to have their rights but then they've crossed over into but you can't even misgender someone yeah and that then takes away that person's rights
1: and and that's where things have gotten weird is because what when somebody's saying i should have the right to do this yes. what is now happening is they're also saying and now you now have you to also can't. you know accept this mm-hmm. you know and it is one of those things cuz i am very opposed to that like ridiculously opposed to this idea of somebody coming down and saying this is what you have to think yes i i, I am so far opposed to that that
0: well i i think a lot of this so it says here liberty that they they are moral philosophy is based on liberty and i'm like they're not they're not allowing people liberties anymore they're saying no 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 this group's liberties matter yours don't matter but then they have the consent of the government i mean of the governed governed. which also i'm like no that's a weird
1: thing too because i mean (laughs) that's what you want you really do want to to have a populace yeah. that accepts the government. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yes, I voted for them. Yes, I, you know, I essentially am giving them the rights to govern me, right. to tax me, to mm-hmm. do whatever. So you get the crazy libertarians, which I'm not this far crazy, but they're like tax, you know, all tax is theft. You're just taking yes. our money. And because that's what they really think is.
0: And I would love to see all them libertarians building those roads. And being the the ambulance people and teaching in
1: school. And the problem, like the libertarians would just say, yeah, we would build the roads. Do it. We, we'd be totally it. happy to build the roads. <laughs> but it, the problem is, like, it's hard to organize. It's a yes. lot easier when you just have somebody there to organize those right. sort of
0: things. And that's what you pay and, for. It. And but that's
1: what you're paying for. And in, in theory, that's the consent. If you're going, okay, I understand... This is the right. service I am getting mm-hmm. for my money. I am paying my taxes mm-hmm. to buy a service, not, you know, having my money stolen.
0: Uh, political equality. And I'm like, That's Whoa. a goofy one.
1: I don't even know what they mean by that. Right
0: to private property.
1: I agree with that.
0: Do you think the Democrats right now believe this?
1: No. Because I can give well, you another one. That's what I'm that,
0: saying is because in Washington or Oregon, your homeless people can can sleep on the sidewalks of your home and if you shoo them away you get fined like a thousand dollars
1: that that is hilarious to me Uh uh-huh because i don't understand uh, in my mind what i would think is if you're a a democrat one of the things that they say with democrats and i'm gonna i'm actually gonna take a comedian's quote on on this (laughs) but uh the Democrats generally think that it's the government's responsibility to solve problems. Yes. And and so in that scenario, it's basically saying the government failed, and the person who has to pay for it is the homeowner. Because the government is their responsibility to solve the problem of homelessness, and they failed at it. And since they failed at it, they just say, well, you can't do anything about it.
0: Well, I think that's why there's so much discord. I think it's because there's really not a Democratic Party anymore. I think that they don't really have anything that really connects them or bonds them. And I think it's caused chaos. I agree. And I think they've, I think they always fought for the little man and they don't know what to do when they're the well, not the, the little man the anymore. The
1: lunatics are running the asylum over
0: there. Oh, my heavens. And it that that's the like problem
1: it. is that. <laughs> They they've come and like you said they're they're standing up for the little guy. Well, then what happens is they get a bunch of little guys who then say, "Well, then, you know, be, you owe me, you know, this. Oh, it, you owe that's me
0: the civil rights issue, for example. Yeah, it used to be about fighting for the rights of black people and equality." And now it's like anti-white, and it's undeniably anti-white.
1: It is. In fact, like I was reading, they don't know what to
0: do when they've actually accomplished the things that they were going to accomplish. They don't have anything anymore that they're just. And they don't. And they are, like you
1: said, they are the majority party. Yes, they're they're the majority party. They have the most people, and they but they still their entire platform is based on you know protecting the victims of mi- minority groups
0: when your marginalized group is now up on top what do you do and so they've started bashing all the other groups because they genuinely have no idea what to do now because their whole motivation was i'm going to you know seek out for for these guys' rights and now they have them
1: and they have them and then they and and this is what bothers me is like i I don't think this is just a democrat thing. I think this is just what my perception of is with a lot of the you know the the race the gender the you know l g b t you know whatever is the thought and this to me is kind of a libertarian thing is all right, nobody gets special anything how's that absolutely and and that's what i i believe and that's and the problem is is that that idea. became
0: that's the just thing be as amazing. they go
1: up. Oh, well, we should get, you know, additional privileges because, and with a point, you know, you had them before. And in my head, I think, no, somebody who looks like me had somebody it before. Somebody who was related to me. I never had it. Me.
0: I didn't have it.
1: And, and so, like, I get really upset at that sort of thing saying, can it's, you imagine yeah. that, you know, there's two people sitting, you know, hungry. you imagine hungry a
0: 20-year-old person? who has an iPhone and who, who has been online and who hasn't had to like walk two miles to school every day is telling me that I'm a privileged person when I had to have dehydrated milk,
1: Uh, you know, (laughs) like,
0: like you're going to tell me who never got to, you know, do screens and who had to do like all of these other things. You're telling me that I was privileged? You yeah. shut your face. You yeah, shut your face. It, it
1: just bothers me because the the analogy that I always think of is let, there's two hungry, you know, people will say, you know, one's black, one's white, one's male, one's female. You know, whatever you want to say, there's two of them there and somebody goes and says, all right, you get a sandwich. You don't get one because somebody who looks like you already ate a sandwich.
0: Yeah.
1: And you think, well, he's still going to be hungry. You know, like you're not... Mm-hmm. He's not going to accept that that's, oh, that makes sense. You know, this guy should definitely have more than me because somebody who looks like me already had something. That means nothing. Yeah. And and I, it's one of those things that there's a lot of things with the, the Democratic Party that I do think are good. But I think they've just lost control to <laughs> this group that...
0: I... I- I think it's their motivation. I think that they think don't that's... have a motivation. They've already, they've already accomplished the things that they're going to accomplish, and they don't know what to do, so they just keep going. And, yeah. and I, I, um, I, I, I see your point, and I agree with your point, that I think that they also are like, but I want to be on top now because I was never on top. And my turn. It's my turn, and, and I can understand that in a way, but I don't think that means it's the best thing.
1: I can kind of understand mm-hmm. it, but the other thing that I always think too, and, and this is one of those things that I think, this is a white male talking. You are putting too much emphasis on your race or gender or anything else. And part of the reason that I say that is I'm not allowed to do that. I cannot go and ask for a coalition of white people. I cannot go and ask for a coalition of males. I can, you know, You can't go ask for a coalition of straight people. You can't, you know, all this stuff you can't do. I'm not allowed to do this. And I see you doing it saying, all right, I'm going to band together and all of us are going to come and I can't band together. If I band together, I get called names. So I'm not allowed to do it. And then I watch you do it. And I think, why should I cheer that on? Like if you treated me with respect and as an equal, I could cheer you on. But when you treat me as the, and they specifically say, this is, like made me mad. I'm reading through some of the democratic bylaws, is what they call that. Like we will give preference to. Oh yeah. Everybody who's not a white male. Uh huh. Which they, is
0: discrimination. And, and, and
1: what's funny <laughs> is that it falls under their. They have a non-discrimination <laughs> section in their bylaws, mm-hmm. and they're like, we will absolutely never accept any discrimination based on. And then they give this whole list of things, and then the very next thing is. You know, in an effort for affirmative action, uh, we will give special preference to anybody. And I just think, how how could you possibly think that's a sales pitch to me? Mm -hmm. And I get it that it's a sales pitch to the majority of the people in the country.
0: I don't know what for those listening if you can tell which side we (laughs) lean on.
1: (laughs) Well, I've been pretty uh, like libertarian. Like I, because the Republicans got their own bag of problems
0: they i I mean every every individual has their own bag of problems um and but it's and and that's where i get so mad is i think how did we get to this
1: point where it it doesn't feel like there's anybody that i would vote which isn't necessarily true
0: can't even keep calm in their families because are not going to keep calm in the nation but i do think we're at an incredibly low point right now. So if if you're in a family and your family is falling apart, then maybe you should do something to recognize why your family's falling apart. And I think that that's what's happening here and I am going to just flat out say, I think the problem the I mean other than regular problems that are going to happen and have happened since the beginning of creation of this country after Washington when we started getting <laughs> getting the political parties is I think um, that it has been enhanced by the fact that the Democratic Party has no endpoint, no goal. They're just flailing now because of those of those previous things.
1: Well, they're, um, and
0: so I blame them for the downfall of America. And, and it's interesting
1: because I kind of <laughs> do too, just but kidding. at the same time, there is a part of me that's like, but it's it's not just you know them. You know, well, like- it's
0: not going to be, because the right side uh, is now amping up against the left, whereas before, I think they just sort of were like, okay, go ahead, okay, yes, I see your point, that's stupid, but I see your point, okay, I don't want to be rude, and now I think they're like, no, I'm, I'm going to be rude now, Like, and I think it will cause some problems, and we can blame Russia and China for that if we really want to, but I do think that those uh, that, are actually that, that's happening. our. Uh, historical go-to. That's right. Ah, stupid Russians. Disinformation campaigns. But libertarians, let's talk about them. Because I have lots to say about just a few points of the libertarian ideals. Um, libertarians tend to be more about keeping decisions within the individual. Like, not having a huge government influence. Yeah. If almost at all. Um... The flaw I see in that one section is people are morons. The only way you can have a country of libertarians is if you have a country full of responsible, intelligent people. But by that same
1: argument, how do you have a democracy? If you're like, oh, people are morons.
0: We don't. That's why we we have a representative system. We have a representative system,
1: but we Mm -hmm. we have what's called a democratic republic. And so we have our. Every individual vote, when you're voting for, say, somebody for Congress or whatever, counts. And yes. so those votes, are that's a democracy. And then we have those representatives who should be The two-party smarter.
0: system where we say, hey, let's filter them here, and then you can vote for which one.
1: And, and in theory, you're getting smarter, better people who get voted in. In theory. But what seems to be happening is all you're getting is the most loud, angry people in.
0: So do you think, I just had this flash across my brain, so I'm not sure it's going to come out correctly. Do you think because we have been in times of prosperity in the United States for so long that we haven't had um, the, the maturation of the public like would happen, say, when we hit that stretch where you have World War I and you have the Depression and you have World War II and I, everybody... I think it's a different problem. The
1: problem that I see is that we've been in it for so long, um, but, and, and maybe this is where you're going: is that we don't we don't have to do the hard stuff. That is where
0: I was going: is yeah. that the individual person is not maturing like the like the 14 year old who was alive during World War One and the Depression, and then World War Two had to mature. And so maybe our country is just full of immature people. I I think
1: that's exactly the problem. And is that realistically what we have is people that everything's been so easy. Yeah. Everything has been so easy. You get almost, you know, whatever you want so Uh, easily. uh, Everybody, like you said, you know, even. You didn't have
0: to wait for your bread to bake. You just go to the store and buy it.
1: And you got. You know your iPhones and mm-hmm. you know whatever else you Snacks. got entertainment at your fingertips. You whatever have, you want, you have
0: food at school, and if you can't afford it, you don't just it, bring a, a bag of saltine crackers with peanut butter on them. You actually get a full freaking meal that's paid for by the taxes.
1: Yeah, and, and yeah. in my head, I think that's good, right? Like it should imagine be good, that you had a world that nobody good? went hungry and everybody got educated, and not, you know, like it's not that's as, exactly it's not as fun what as we you thought it would be. But if that's not your end goal, like that's going to be your end goal always.
0: Well, you talk about, you know, generic character building experiences, right? It builds character. When you, when you don't make the team, it makes you depressed and then it builds your character because you have to figure out how to get past that. Well, nobody is figuring out how to get past that. And truthfully, I find this national security issue Because not only are we going to have the worst military if we get pulled into something big, because once you get past the people who are willing to and you have to go to the people who aren't, we're in so much trouble. (laughs) We
1: we are going to be in so much trouble.
0: (laughs) But also, I think that it is um, just bad for the economy. I think I don't see any benefit to not having character building situations for the the youth and as such the future adults and i think we have a whole generation of adults now who have had very few character building experiences and i think it's going to be really interesting as you watch the future of america i mean you got to you're going to have to slam in the faces of these people a character building experience and i do think that after a while they will stand up for it and they will be okay but I do think it will be a big, rough part for a bit.
1: Uh, I, I do think people will be okay. You know, like, if you look at what people have gone through yeah. historically, you know, like, one of the things that I always think of really actually is Russia. When they went through World War II, oh, they yes. had the Germans marching them back World. and took, you know, like, knocked out half their, I mean, it wasn't half. But I, I, I literally it think the Germans half. killed, like, a seventh of the, yeah. their population. Yes. Their. It was.
0: Essentially, awesome. like
1: starving, whatever, and then they come back and become essentially the second most powerful, you know, nation in the world. And yeah. before World War II, they weren't even that high, you know, and obviously World War II was devastating to a lot of, you know, Europe and whatever, but it was more devastating to Russia than it was to anybody in Europe. You know, the Russia, I think, had the most losses Aside from maybe China, but I think Russia even had more than China in uh World War two and they came out yeah. of that uh ahead you know like they it, it was very motivating for them for a long time
0: well and you don't you don't think about China losing a bunch of people because we don't hear about that as often, but they did
1: they they lost they lost a, millions yeah tens of millions mm-hmm. of, of people and and some of that was a lot of it, I think, was, like, starvation, but a lot of it was... But how
0: awful. And those aren't the... I don't want to character build that hard. I just don't want to give a participation trophy yeah. to the kid on the soccer team. And, and here's what I, I, I was kind of ones. wondering
1: is, like, so you, the, the goal is to build this kind of, you know, ideal society where nobody goes hungry and everybody gets educated and everybody has, you know, say, a, a meaningful job, you know, like, whatever it is that you're looking for, you, you have, but how do you keep that cuz i my the thing that i think is we got that then we don't know how to maintain it
0: it's well it's almost like the democratic party that i was explaining where we had a goal and then when you kind of reach your goal you're like what do i do now yeah oh well i better go after these these rights of of these marginalized groups then because now everybody's tummies are full and everyone has health insurance and everybody like, now we've got that covered. Now we've got to go over here. And it's like we don't have the gigantic goals that we always had in the history and, and of And that's America. what I
1: wonder. Like, what would be the goal?
0: Yeah, what's you know? our goal? I,
1: I have no idea. Cause
0: if if, we, technological advancement might be cool. I mean, that look uh, at Dubai.
1: And I that's one of the things that I really actually wonder about with the United States is, is I do feel... um. If if you want to see how bad things have got like look at Dubai look at other places the example that always comes to my mind with stuff is they're they're trying to build this high speed rail in California Mm -hmm. and uh, they put out like these bids or whatever and this company comes in and this company built a a high speed rail in Spain for and they already built it they'd already done it cost them like eight billion dollars. They go to California, see, uh, you know, all right, there's some slight differences here. You, you know, your money rates are different. You're going to have to pay people different, whatever. Uh, we'll do it for $100 billion, right? That's a lot more uh, than, than $8 billion, but they already spent the $100 billion. They still have nothing. Oh, no, they, they can't well, build it
0: probably because they get, yeah. they get mired uh, in lawsuits. they get
1: all this, all this th- stuff that, you know, oh, you There's can't a- build this because you didn't do an environmental survey, right? Oh my you gosh. Didn't, do Can you, and you didn't do this and you didn't do this. imagine the red
0: tape in California?
1: And, and it's pretty they are, crazy.
0: They are hindering development for themselves. And yeah. as much as I want to care about the weird gecko that does whatever you have to pick, you picked the gecko. So now you don't get a high speed train that will keep people off of roads and have less Which whatever. Which is one of those things that you, you say that we absolutely do,
1: you know need to have is mm-hmm. these ways because either you have you to stop transportation down. or you have to say, all right, you know,
0: we need better, be more efficient. Some sacrifices to make, you know is yeah. better in the future and it's because it sounds awful and hearts are bleeding and, and, and we have to the
1: united states blah, I think, blah, blah. doesn't really have high-speed rail no everybody else has high-speed rail mm-hmm. china's got it japan's got it europe's They're
0: got thinking it thinking about getting some in i don't know if um, russia's got it yet but west. i'm sure they'll have it but yeah i it would be so amazing um especially because Nobody wants to go on a plane anymore because of all that immaturity we discussed previously. <laughs> so it'd be nice well, to get planes
1: are having their own problems. Yeah,
0: it's ridiculous,
1: and it really is kind of amusing to me watching that problem kind of play out because yeah. they're. I think they basically come at, come out and said. All right, pilots. You can't retire till sixty-seven now because we got pilot shortages. We don't have enough pilots. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're still trying to do their um, diversity hiring sort of thing, yes. so they won't just hire. You have to hire an and. And it's appropriate easier for an AI
0: of, to run a train than it is a plane. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I, I, it'll. Ah.
1: One of the solutions that the government had was, I mean, it wasn't a solution. They're like, okay, well, we'll penalize the airlines if they don't get flights going out on time. We'll make them pay people back. And I think you're just going to make it cost more. Like, that's all you're doing. Because, like, the one thing that you know is the the airlines won't take a loss, or if they do, they will fold. And if they fold, it'll be worse. So they're not going to take a loss, so either it's going to get paid out of taxpayer dollars or... They're just going to raise the cost of everything, which actually might be the end goal because one thing that will reduce traffic is yep. if you make everything crazy expensive. But then
0: but, they'll just cry because the marginalized groups that are yeah, poor yeah. aren't getting onto the airplanes and then they will subsidize them getting onto the airplanes. And unfortunately, I, I personally think that this is... It halts progress. I think you see that in Europe. I think Europe was a big, you know, kind of the start of the, like, liberal leaning kinds of things. And I think that their progress halted over 100 years ago. They're just not progressing in the way that the other countries are progressing. And you do have to balance it because it's not like I want like human rights not to be a thing anymore for progression, which is where I think China is right now, where they're like, I don't give a crap. Like, I don't care that 400 people died building this community. We want the community built. I'm not for that either. But I just think there is a really delicate balance that isn't balancing right now. I don't I think we've we've gone from, you know. Of course it's not okay to just shoot the guy who, you know, is making you mad on the streets in old town cowboyville, but I also think that Yeah. Nobody we've, ever really wants to far. live in Cowboyville. But <laughs> cowboyville is a dangerous place. It it gets it kinda gets like glorified, exciting. but
1: like the movies aren't really trying to glorify it. They're trying to show how yeah. it was. Like how crappy it was.
0: And, and even if they're doing it for entertaining, entertainment, it's not, it's not like it is now when you've got your one guy who shoots up the whole town just because he wants to not because, you know, the old timey movies are just not that way. It's funny because I will let my kids who are mildly young watch the old timey Westerns and they're like, your kids will see how many murders I'm like. Well, in this John Wayne movie, is at least 100. <laughs> but they die so nicely, and then they're back in the next movie. <laughs> well, in Libertarians, I want to really talk about Libertarianism, because I have just, I can understand why there are Libertarians. I can understand what Libertarians want. I just don't know how in the world they think that that's going to be effective libertarianism to me works in like a commune. It doesn't work in like a gigantic country.
1: See, and I think that, I think you're mostly right. And that's the same thing that I think with like, you know, like communism is that works in the, in the, the commune, commune level. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work in the country level. Mm-hmm. And, but I think that one of the things with the liber- libertarians is they're not saying no government. What they're saying is the government should always fall on the edge of the least amount of government.
0: Uh-huh. So
1: it's not—they're not saying you shouldn't have regulations. Yes, you should have regulations, and this is this varies because libertarianism is literally a huge, wide-open right. field. You know, it's one of those. There things. There
0: are some that are like, "No, I meant no." government. There are
1: literally the uh, essentially the anarchist sort yes. of libertarians mm-hmm. that are like, "No government at all. Any government is tyranny."
0: Yeah,
1: but most libertarians are like, "Okay, so what should government do?" Yeah, and and, right. they, and they will. Essentially, fall on the okay. It should do the least amount that it needs to, Mm -hmm. you know. And 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 the only stuff that it should do is essentially stuff that the that all the people are like, okay, that makes you know sense. And not all, but the majority of people. You would never say, okay, we're going to do something that only benefits this group. No, you don't do stuff that just benefits. If you want to do that outside of government, please, by all means, do it. But the government should be something that doesn't give, you know, particular benefit to any particular group, and it does the essentially the bare minimum. So uh, to to avoid things like corruption and uh, right. other problems like that that bloat government and turn it into that bureaucracy where you can't get anything done.
0: So, and I think you know I've already made fun of California because California has so much red tape that they're. They should be a red state and they're not. They're blue. <laughs> but. Um,
1: well, the tape cuts off the blood supply. That's and right. They're like,
0: oh. And they're all suffocating. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things that they were talking about is that libertarians don't believe there should be crimes with things that have no victims. Yeah. And I have a hard time with this because I think most of the reasons we have so much red tape is because there are victims because that gecko is a real gecko and it's an endangered gecko. And we did it. That's a victim, you know? And, and so to me, I'm like, you can't, because one of the things they were talking about is drugs. Like, Oh, you should be able to have drug use because there's no victims. Well, there is a victim in if you know, there's kids involved. There's also a victim if it affects Your ability to assist in economic anything or... Well,
1: so that's an interesting one there. Because in my head, I'm one of those... Nobody has an obligation to make America
0: great. You don't think that each individual should be paying part of their taxes to have infrastructure?
1: I I do think that they should be paying, but I also... uh, it, it, in my head, what I think is like you don't have to. Uh, I'm trying to think of how to word this. So, you
0: can't because it doesn't work as a country. It, but it, go on. So, <laughs> 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 <Boop-a-de-boop-a-de-boop-a-de-boop>. <laughs>
1: got you there. You, you do actually kind <laughs> of have me there because one of the things, and I was reading this from the uh, like the when I was reading through the Democrat uh, bylaws or whatever. They're saying everybody, one of the things they believe is that you should be taxed based off of essentially like your income sort of thing. Like taxed off of, I can't remember what the exact wording is. Let me see if I got it here. Um, uh, on your ability to pay. So taxes based on your ability to That sounds to pay. terrible. Uh, well, that's what we have. That's what income tax is. I
0: know. But then the people who don't want to pay, who are happy to live in a cardboard box inside I, someone's garage. Are like, well, yeah. uh, it, they'll use the roads, they'll use the police, they'll use the schools, but they are not participating in paying into any of those things. And that to me is like, if this is a country, man. You're part of this country. If you do not want to be part of this country, I will allow you to live in this commune, this libertarian commune. If you could find we the could communes, all work together. <laughs> If you can find the communes, people will do that. We should, just like they have, like, special nations inside America for um, Native Americans, like the Navajo Nation, Libertarian Nation, Communist Nation. People would actually love that. People would love it. Look, I've solved the world. You have solved
1: it. Any kind of The problem is, is how do you get the land? Because this is one of the things that that I always thought. Like, in the old days, they would just say, you know, you don't like it here? Go west. You know, yes there is no west everything no bought everything everything is owned Northern there, Canada is there in is Northern nowhere west. to go that you can actually <laughs> live
0: oh that's true it's true and, and I, I think that that's think, part of the problem I think you know if you look at New York City that's like what 13 square miles we can offer up 13 square miles for a libertarian commune and for another 13 for a communist commune if you have to build up build up but they've
1: actually talked about that. Do the what, what are they called? The something cities. Uh, but basically, the idea would be you have these cities that go off and just, if you want to live in this city, yeah. these are the rules. And these are the hardcore rules. And we will kick you out if you don't follow these That's rules.
0: weird, too, but cool.
1: And so then, it, you know. You
0: guys can do that in your libertarian. Yeah, now. and
1: they just pick the, <laughs> all right, you want to live here? This is the rules. And they've done this, I, and I... I can't remember what they called it. It's not sovereign cities, but it's something along those lines. And there actually was talk of doing one in Nevada.
0: Oh, really? And
1: they basically. I
0: know there was one in Utah. I don't think it. I think everyone made fun of it. It was called Verkin, And they were like, we don't want to be part of the UN. And so they created a whole set of bylaws so that they were not actually part of the United Nations. I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> I think their population it, was like. It, 60.
1: it doesn't matter, you know. Like it has no effect on anything. Yep. But it's just one of those things that I do think at at some point. Uh, one of the things that I have a hard time with this country is it does feel like, you know, we say, "Oh, you've got to say," you know, "you've got to vote." You get to choose, kinda. You know, it doesn't. Yeah, you know, my vote doesn't really matter. My government doesn't do what I want, and it does. You know, uh, it'll take my money and put it towards things that I don't like and i think you know like that's just life you know like Mm -hmm. what are you gonna do but there's a lot of um i don't know like demotivating things that you see and in my head i think i look at like our current situation in the u.s with our current president and the president before like how do you expect people to be you know have this you know uh pride in america sort of thing when that's what we're putting out there is our mascot for the world Mm -hmm. and i just think yeah i i could totally see why people are in the you know we'll have our Laverkin and we'll we'll go be our own country (laughs) or whatever
0: you know is one of the things that was brought up under the libertarians was uh the ability to eat whatever food you wanted yeah and if your food has chemicals in it that are not allowed in, say, Europe. That it's okay that they're here in America because you have the right to choose whether or not you're going to eat that food or not. But then I counter with, but what about all the dummies that don't do their research? And when those chemicals get stored in your body because.
1: But what? Like, you like the, the research, dummies exist anyway. So either you basically just have to say, look, people are too stupid to live. Like, so this is the I Darwin will do it. Situation. I will be the government, and I will, you know, all these people who are too stupid to live, I will just tell them what to do for their entire lives.
0: Do you think that that is why we're having such a problem is because we've kept alive all of the people who would have not made it before?
1: I, I actually do think there is something to that, but, like, it's kind of a terrible thing to say. Is like I'm just You know, back in the day... <laughs> We would have, uh, you know, half the population would have been winnowed out. But because <laughs> I also, you know, one of the things that I was like, I should be one of the elites because I also think the world is overpopulated and we need to get rid of half the people. Did
0: you know that one of our biggest problems in the United States is that we don't have enough children?
1: That, that's only a problem because we're we're not going to have the work you know force for that's all where the China old people is
0: right now. It's not just for the old people. It's paying in taxes. Okay, hear me out on this one because, of course, I go off topic. You have an entire generation who wants to be YouTubers instead of work and who are willing to pack eight people in a house so that they don't have to pay for stuff, right? So then you have a gigantic section of the population that doesn't like put taxes into the government because they want to not have to work that hard. And as a matter of fact, You have a big portion of that generation that wants government handouts. Nobody's putting into the tax system except for the older generations, and the younger generations don't want to. You have a potential collapse of your entire nation because of the wussiness of certain younger generations, and that's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. how do you justify... Um, it it, it gets to the old people. thing, is you have
1: two options. Yes. You go beat the crap out of those people, or you let society and fall. Them.
0: And honestly, I Or think,
1: you just go live in your own little laverkin and...
0: That's right. Uh, I, I don't that, care
1: what you do. I we'll be that, here in laverkin <laughs> doing our own thing.
0: The outer societies have fallen, but uh, us here in the Libertarian Commune are doing quite well. <laughs> no, no, we will not do I, I definitely...
1: There's going to be a problem and one of the things is like what level of i don't know like like force do you exert you know because we we're already at that point you can go watch all the videos of people you know stealing stuff walking out of and and nobody is willing to do anything
0: and the ones who do get in trouble
1: but that's what we have right now okay so we have a whole bunch of people who for
0: some reason, don't think that this is a system uh, that I was going to say, ha,
1: have given up on society, <laughs> yes. so what do you do?
0: Like, you let society fail. So that you either let society and you, fail, and, and then the, and the people the who out come
1: yourself. out, you know, uh, at the end, they get to build their own society, mm-hmm. or you have to do something.
0: But I, I feel like this is also what happened with Russia, and I watch... You know, they wanted the ideal society, and they wanted whatever. And then, they truly haven't come back from it. It's even true, even though I, they, even though you said they've come back, they haven't.
1: Well, come so back. after World War II, they came back
0: hard, they and they what happened? But they didn't develop.
1: Well, so they they end up stagnating, and yeah. that's one of the things that they always say with this totalitarian sort of thing is if you want to turn into the okay, we'll go smack these people until they do what we say. That's what Russia did. That's what China did. It didn't work.
0: Yeah,
1: it it it, it didn't really do anything. The only thing that motivated the Russians was them almost getting wiped out and then coming back after World War II. Yeah. After they became big again, then they stagnated again. There's got to be something to perhaps, to motivate America.
0: Perhaps that is why it's good that we have term limits on our presidents because maybe we need different ones at different times. Because I was just watching a thing with my kids about the Cold War and they were talking about, Eisenhower and stuff like that, and how you know for this particular- they needed somebody who was you know harder on this, so they voted him in you know, and I think when you have these countries where where they like Putin's like actually I'm just gonna stay in here that's it, and everyone's like cool, except for wagner 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 the, the Wagner group pergrosion. <laughs> He's and even like, he
1: was like, all right, fine, I'll, I'll, I'll go over here into Belarus and do yeah, my own
0: thing. And send people over the border into Poland. Did you hear about that? I heard. <laughs> They're like, watch out. These could be part of the Wagner group. And we may have talked about it here. But I tell you, this, I, I I think that, and this is one thing I think about the libertarians. And I think about, um, not not as much as the Democrats, but. Like people who want to be communists and things like that. I don't think people realize, which I did have some funny things to say about the communists. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they realize just how hard it is to run a country. I I don't think so. And I do like your points where it's like it's either one way or the other. and But you have different personalities and you have individuals and you have different socioeconomic situations. And you have, you know, different... And it it's really quite complex.
1: It it's very complex, and and it one of the things that I kind of think of is a similar time to now would probably be like the late seventies, and it uh, they brought you know Reagan in or whatever, and yeah, and he he and he rallied the country and somehow got people excited about america again
0: which was lovely because i remember those times and that's
1: what trump i think was trying to do is is, you know make america great again he's just
0: not a nice guy and and he's yeah
1: like nobody i mean not nobody lots of people can rally behind him, but like so many people just look at it and go
0: really but but you're not a nice guy yeah (laughs) really
1: you know like we need to promote family values all right, that's the guy we picked to promote yeah, family values—the one who's like, "Let's
0: grab them by their <laughs> yeah."
1: And there's so there's this really big disconnect between, mm-hmm. and, and you know, and I get what he's trying to do, but it's just so like, that's the wrong person, you know. Yeah. Maybe the right idea, wrong person.
0: So, let's come full circle here and talk about how we got to these terrible candidates in the 2016 election. And.
1: Yeah, that's the biggest (laughs) thing in my mind, because like there's a part of me that's that really is the all right, maybe we're living in the matrix and somebody's (laughs) messing with you know, like it it seems like a joke Mm
0: -hmm.
1: if somebody were to go and put that up, because. I don't know that you're really going to get a lot of politicians that maybe don't have uh
0: everybody's got quirks and annoying parts and, and i'm then. not even,
1: like it's not the quirks it's, it's the crimes you know <laughs> <laughs> and, and what bothers true. me is now to see like like it's happening with biden we're like oh like holy crap you know holy like all crap. this stuff is coming out
0: and but it's not really coming out because well it, it's coming out from it. very uh,
1: from from one side where one side is like how is nobody paying attention? If this were Trump, you mm-hmm. would. This would be He'd in be... every single newspaper, mm-hmm. on every news station, forever, and nobody's talking about it. Mm-hmm. For and, and for what? It, but like some of that stuff is pretty serious. And Hillary Clinton had the same sort oh, of yeah. thing. There's all sorts of you all know allegations scandals. that were made. All sorts of scala- scandals. Uh,
0: okay, but even this year, even this year. Trump has so many indictments, oh. and it is only fueling the people to be supportive of him. It is so weird.
1: It, it that's the, one of the most bizarre things. And there's a part of me that gets it because I think it is. I, I think the Republicans are becoming just as guilty of the victim mentality sort of thing. Is that Trump is now the victim, yeah. and everybody, and so they're rallying behind. This poor, you know, guy who's being abused by the system. And I honestly do think the system was unkind to Trump.
0: Oh, I do I they've cheated. They've I cheated. I understand why. <laughs> why? Uh, you tell me why.
1: Well, so when you have somebody who says things like he says, you know, the grab, em, you know, the, mm-hmm. and, and when you have somebody who's, let's say, involved in, uh, owns property that have been, Caught laundering money, like you know, twenty, thirty times. People have oh. been caught. It's probably that's the, three is the number that I know. Like, like it, he's had three properties that are just money laundering places. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, he's also had a bunch of other shady, you know, sort of things, and he kind of admits it with a lot of the stuff. As he says, yeah, if you want to do real estate, you know, development in New York, you are going to deal with the mafia. You're going to deal with shady people. That's what I did.
0: He has been, and I do get some of that bluntly honest.
1: But and and it's one of the things too that I don't get too is he's basically standing up saying all these people that you're putting into office are corrupt, and I know because I was with them. I paid them money. I know
0: these people are corrupt (laughs) because I was corrupt with them. You know, it's it is funny because I. So I've never liked Trump, but recently some more of his of his previous stuff has popped up from his previous uh, debates with Hillary Clinton. And and when he says it, I can now see it as as more of that. Whereas before I'm like, you're just being rude, you know, but now I can see that he's like and it makes you know, they're like, did you did you take these tax exemptions? He's like, yeah, of course they're there and her her friends took all those tax yep. exemptions
1: and i was and they're like, still doing it and, and still they got doing fake it. charities where
0: they run hundreds of millions of dollars through uh-huh and i'm like uh like but i didn't see it the first time in 2016 i mean 2016 i was like oh i ooh, like he's just yucky i still don't like him yeah, but I am like, oh my god! His gosh. appeal is
1: making more sense.
0: It it is. It's making and that's more sense.
1: So sad to me because you like, had I think,
0: to have someone as brain dead as Biden to make
1: Trump look good at all. <laughs> uh, that that's pretty messed up because like I have a friend who is saddens me. Kind of likes you know Trump. Like he mm-hmm. and he. I talked to him. He's like, it's not that I like Trump. Yeah. It's that I don't dislike this other.
0: And a lot of people sure. say that.
1: And. and <laughs> Excuse me. And he will bring up all of like people will say all this stuff about Trump, but they won't say it about this other. And, these and, people will do the same so thing and nobody says anything. So.
0: Now it is so obvious that yeah. I don't know anyone who can actually still deny this. Like when you listen to the Corinne Jean Pierre, who's at her press conferences, and you listen to the news and you're like, uh, when George Bush, the second, what George Bush, would get up and talk and he would mess up. That was national news. And he didn't even be, he was never accused of having dementia. But now the president of the United States makes gigantic blunders and they say nothing. Fox News will sometimes touch it, but it's still just like, but they overkill it. And it's, but it's like, you need to say, hey, this is the leader of the free world um, but yeah. they won't. And it's really so blatantly obvious that it's, I think, I think, and then when they go after Trump, I think it's really going to pull Trump's support.
1: And, and I'm really curious what's going to happen because some of this stuff, I think there should be a decent case against him in some of the things, but I think they're piling way too much on. Like they're trying yeah. to, they're, they're, they're try, trying to, and I think down. that's going to, that's going to backfire
0: it has because already. they're already,
1: they're not going to be able to get what they're saying and even if they walk away with you know we tried them on 97 things we got them on two
0: yeah
1: people are going to go but you didn't get them on 95 then the rest was a lie yeah. you know like what people are going to uh and, and i don't know that most people i think the you know the the trump supporters are going to be trump supporters regardless what the well, other group i think the that, that will potentially change is there's people that are that are now saying all right maybe you are being you know unfair and because they've done goofy things. Like in New York, they modified a law so that somebody could sue Trump. Oh, they...
0: that's, well, that's his indictment, wasn't it?
1: No. Like this when one that was. lady
0: went after him? Yeah, so
1: some lady mm-hmm. went after him and they're like, was... okay, let's just change the law so that she yeah. can sue Trump. So she you know, could Trump.
0: sue him. And then, I mean, I, I dislike this man. I don't think he is a good human man husband guy i don't think he's a good guy but i saw this stuff in this case and i thought this is bogus like and if i don't even like the man and i think it's bogus and i think that they cheated him for political reasons then then you're really pissing off the people who do like him and you're swaying a section of the population that never had him And, and you shouldn't that's a politically stupid it, move. It'll
1: be interesting to see what happens because one of the things that's happening for me with Trump is that I am starting to see Trump is essentially just saying, like, they're all like me. Mm-hmm. I'm just the only one who talks like this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But they all do what I'm doing. They just talk better than I talk.
0: Well, they're also making him seem like a formidable opponent to say, I need to beat him down before he ever yeah. runs. For Which president. is really
1: amusing. Which is like. I think they shouldn't. If I if you playing this away. tactically, I would have just been like, "Don't charge him with anything." Oh yeah, don't and give just him a all you would ever bring up is, "Yeah, we already beat him soundly. Yeah. We are not the least bit concerned with Trump."
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, but they didn't,
1: and they didn't, and I think that, like, tactically, I mm-hmm. think that's going to end up a being bad a mistake. But.
0: move. And I don't know that he'll win the nomination. I don't know what it is, but I do know it was a bad move. And the fact that they're running Biden, let's let's talk about that. How in the world do we hit a point where yeah. a man is in his Well, that's 80s? what I was going
1: to say. 2016 was crazy. Oh, yeah. 2020 was crazy. 2024, we are beyond crazy. We are beyond
0: crazy. This
1: is so far past anything <laughs> that feels like it should be reality. <laughs> it's true. It is crazy. It is. It, crazy. I, it, bring on the UAPs like that is less crazy than what is going to happen in 2024
0: do you realize there is less of an uproar about aliens than there ever has been before when they've done this like because you have the weirdos who have come out of the woodwork about other things but they've kind of just been like okay like it's been really yeah people are kind of just like
1: oh UAPs
0: (laughs) what's over here that's right my favorite TikToker is on, and he's in the streets of New York causing ruckus. Because <laughs> that David
1: Rush testimony should have been like the biggest thing that ever hit oh, yeah. the United oh, yeah. States in like 50 years. Nope. Nobody cares. There's a man, you know, the highest level of clearance in the government is like, we have alien technology and we are and reverse engineering it. Aliens. And aliens.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and they're like, oh, cool. Cool, cool. That's nice. I'm gonna go steal from Walgreens. <laughs> yeah,
1: it is. It is mind blowing, and and I like I don't really believe in the UAP thing, no. but still, like if, that story. If they have
0: anything, this is nothing about that. But I, it is very hard to believe. But it should have been a big deal, and it was never a big deal.
1: Yeah, and, and that is so odd to me. <laughs>
0: Because if if you ask, I like those little YouTube videos where they're like, um, how many stars are on the United States flag? And they're like, uh, and then they're like, what are the clo- the Kardashian sisters' names? This, 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 you know, and it's like, it's true. Like, we are, we are so unaware that we don't even know what's important anymore. It's just, it's just weird. It Flipped is- on its head and weird.
1: And man, I was gonna say we went way off topic, but our topic—I don't know where it was our topic, to be off topic. was kind of goofy to begin with. So <laughs> we'll, we'll be back parties, with a better topic.
0: Political discussion, and you know what? Every now and then, it's good to just like jabber about. As I Iranians. say, it is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. It is. It's definitely less heavy than a war with China, so that's good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully, there's a uh, you know some aliens in the news, and we'll be back with something different next time exciting see you everyone
0: bye